0: What's going on, everyone? Thanks for tuning in to Jimmy D Radio, where we discuss how to shift your beliefs, build your confidence, and transform your life. If it's your first time tuned in, thanks again for joining us, and I'll just give you a little bit of backdrop so you don't think I'm some asshole who's just listened to a bunch of podcasts, read a bunch of self-development books, and is trying to regurgitate the information that I took in. All of... The things that I talk about are from personal life experiences. I'm a recovering drug addict. I went from being Baker Acted in a mental health facility in November of 2015 to speaking on a TEDx stage just uh, about a month and a half ago in September in uh, Vancouver, Canada. And the reason I started this podcast is to inspire motivate and educate my listeners you know i've learned a lot about not only myself but about human behavior and why we do what we do and basically if i can go from a drug addict in a mental health facility to speaking on a tedx stage in less than three years There's zero fucking reason why you can't accomplish whatever you want to accomplish or get to the point that you wanna get to in your life from where you're at at this moment. So through this podcast, um, you'll get applicable advice to apply in your life to shift your mindset, build your confidence, and transform your life. That's why I started this podcast. I wanna help people get to the best version of themselves I'm not there yet, but I'm working on it every single day, always getting better, and that's what I want for you all as well. Um, Most of these podcasts are Oh, before I get into that, if you're interested in my story or my background, go back, listen to episode one. I go through my whole entire life story, um, pretty crazy story, one of a kind. I grew up in a Wolf of Wall Street environment. Go check it out. It's a longer episode, about 45 minutes But it'll give you some context and backdrop into how I got to where I am today. So for today's episode, most of the episodes thus far have been about mindset, belief systems, maybe different routines or exercises that I've done in the past that have helped me accomplish Shifting my mindset. But this episode is going to be about fitness, specifically about working out, lifting, and putting on quality lean muscle. Now, before I get into that, let me preface that with I don't lift for the physical benefits. I lift and I train as hard as I do more for the mental and emotional gains than I do the physical. The physical is just icing on the cake. You know, the gym completely transformed my life. And if you want to get more into that topic, I'm not going to get into it today. Go back to episode number five. I discuss how the gym and how fitness. Played an integral role in transforming my life mentally, spiritually, emotionally, uh, the relationships in my life, everything. I do a deep dive into that, so go check that episode out if you're interested in that topic. But to get into today's topic, I'll stop rambling on about how to build on lean quality muscle, and let me give you guys kind of a basic general. I'm not going to get too scientific today. Breakdown. of of the process that occurs when you work out and how your muscles grow and get bigger and stronger. So we have all of these muscle fibers. I'm sure you guys have heard the fast twitch, the slow twitch, but all these muscle fibers are all intertwined and connected and bundled up. And when you work out, when you push your physical limitations past a point that your muscles are used to working, you tear these muscle fibers. These muscle fibers rip and tear, and that's why you get delayed onset muscle soreness, or which is DOMS. If you've ever had a really hard workout, you go home, you wake up the next morning, or maybe it, you know later on in the afternoon, depending what time you worked out, about 24 hours later, you are sore as hell. It's called delayed onset muscle soreness. It takes a little while for that... Um, that good pain to, uh, to kick in. But the reason why you have that pain is because you're literally tearing your muscle fibers. And protein are the building blocks for muscle. Also, your nine essential amino acids, okay? And when you ingest protein, it helps rebuild these muscle fibers stronger and bigger. Because when you push your physical limitations before, Your muscles were like, damn, this hurts. That did not feel good. I couldn't do that very well. So hey, I'm going to get bigger and stronger so the next time he puts the same weight on the bar or she puts the same weight on the bar, I'm going to be able to lift it a lot easier than I was last time. So your body is literally evolving to be able to adapt to the workouts that you're performing. And a lot of people see results at first when they get in the gym because they have no previous routine and they gain a lot of muscle, maybe drop some fat, and then they kind of hit a plateau because they get into a specific routine, specific rep rep ranges, uh, amount of sets that they perform, specific exercises that they're comfortable with and they feel that they're good at. And they just get stuck in the same routine, keep on doing the same thing without ever really switching anything up. And like I just said, your muscles evolve and adapt and grow to be able to handle what you did last week. So what you did last week can't be the fucking same as to what you do this week. So a good way to, you have to shock your muscles. And there's, Various ways of shocking your muscles. You can perform different exercises. You know, if you usually do back squats, try front front squats for a day. Go to the leg press. Um, You know, maybe throw some lunges in there. Change your exercises that you're performing. I know it's tough. I know it's hard because we all get into routine. We all are really strong at this one particular lift and we want to do it. But if you're lifting... If you're ego lifting, you're not going to get anywhere and you're probably going to end up hurting yourself at one point if you're ego lifting. Um, Ego lifting, I call, is lifting to (laughs) impress the girl or the guy that's standing next to you in the gym. Ego lifting is lifting a particular weight just so you can post it on Instagram or Facebook. That's ego lifting. When you're specifically performing the lift – just to boost your ego or just to impress somebody else. Stay the fuck away from ego lifting. All right, so the first way to shock your muscles is to switch up the exercises that you're performing. The second way is to change the tempo. Everyone works out and they're focused on the contraction, you know, pushing or pulling the weight up. Not a lot of people focus on the negative, right? And you have to switch your workouts up sometimes to where you go to a lighter weight and you have anywhere from a three to a six second negative. And a negative is when the weight is coming down. So the positive, let's say you're doing bicep curls, the positive is when you're pulling the weight up to your chest or chin. And then the negative is as it's going back down. Usually your typical negative is a half to a 1 second. And if you drop the weight by 30% or so and you do a 4 second negative, 4 sets of 10 doing regular tempo, half a second up. You know, that's it's probably about maybe 2 seconds per rep, right? So that's 20 seconds of time under tension. 20 seconds that your muscle is actually being contracted. It's under tension. But if you have a four second negative, your muscle is under contraction for almost up to a minute. So that time under tension is key. You have to focus on the negatives. Now, it's not as glorious, sometimes it's not as fun as throwing all the weight that you can throw on and throwing it around for four times, but again, Are you lifting to impress someone at that moment or are you lifting to put on quality muscle and feel good about yourself? I choose the second one. I don't give a fuck what anybody thinks. I want to look good not to impress anybody else because when I wake up in the morning and I notice some changes in my body, I feel good about myself. It builds confidence. It allows me to know that if I put in hard work, I can achieve results, and not only in the gym, but in life. So the first two ways, change the exercises that you're performing and start doing negatives focusing on time under tension, okay? The third way you can start to put on quick lean muscle mass is develop a strong mind muscle connection. And again, you're going to have to drop the weight a little bit to establish this. And to develop a strong mind muscle connection, you're going to have to get really good on your form. If you're introduced to a new type of exercise, start with a low weight. Get your form down. So many people neglect form and so many people... Mind-muscle connection and they're just throwing the weight around, bouncing the bar off their chest to perform their reps again to ego lift. Now, what exactly do I mean by mind-muscle connection? There's different body parts that, at least for me, where my mind-muscle connection is particularly strong – like my biceps and my triceps and there's parts of my body like my back and my chest where my mind muscle connection is is not as strong and I have to work on it. I'm getting better, but especially for chest, my mind muscle connection stinks. You know that that feeling when you just pick that weight up and you contract that muscle where it just burns, you feel that tension, that's when you know you're getting a good mind muscle connection when you can feel the burn, feel the pain, and really fully contract the muscle every single time. So that brings me to my fourth point, right, so change your exercises, focus on negatives and time under tension, work on your form and mind-muscle connection, and the fourth, always make sure you're getting a full contraction and a full stretch. So many people don't do this. Again, I'm sorry for repeating myself, but because they want to ego lift. So many people, when they're doing bicep curls, don't let their muscle or their arms fully extend all the way down. They stop with their elbow a little bent so they can lift that weight up again. It's harder to bring it up from a standstill at the bottom you don't want to use momentum you want to pick a weight that you can use that you can fully contract and fully stretch the muscle because that's really what puts on quality lean muscle is contractions and stretches because that's when the muscle fibers tear the most and the more muscle fibers you tear the sore you're going to be and the bigger stronger and better, your muscles are going to recover, right? So there's four good applicable tips for you guys to put on some lean muscle. For the fifth one, and this is probably my favorite, it's drop or burnout sets, right? So a lot of people, they go to failure But they don't push themselves past the failure. And that's where the true muscle growth is, when you push yourself past failure. So I've implemented over the last year or so, um, on the last set, I typically do anywhere from three to five working sets. And on my last set, I'll do a a double drop set. And what that means, let's say, Let's say I'm curling right, and I have a 100-pound uh, barbell. On my last set, I'll go and I'll get the 70-pound uh, barbell and I'll go and I'll get the 50 and I'll put it right there. I'll perform however many reps until failure on my last set. I'll drop the hundreds, immediately step over the bar, no rest at all, pick up the 70, rep it out until I can't anymore till absolute failure. I'll drop that. Then I'll go and pick up the 50 and rep that out till absolute failure. Now, I do this on pretty much every single one of my last sets. And when I'm working out with people, I don't understand this concept or this way of thinking. Actually, I guess I do because it comes from ego. Again, I'll be like, all right, man, let's do a double drop set. And they'll be like, dude, this is our first exercise. I'm going to be exhausted. My muscles are going to be tired. I'm not going to be able to lift much later on. I'm like, bro, isn't that the motherfucking point of working out? To exhaust your muscles? To push your limitations? To work till failure and beyond it? But no, people want to be able to be strong at the end of your workout and be able to lift the weight that you lifted, you know, last time because you didn't do these drop sets. These drop sets will kill you. And by the end of your workout, you are not going to be as strong as you were the previous week. You know, but that is okay. You're exhausting the muscle again. You're not lifting to impress that girl or that, or that guy next to you. You're lifting to put on quality lean muscle mass. So... Instead of being focused on how strong you are at the end of your workout, push your limitations all through the workout, your first exercise, who cares? Because the point of working out is to push your muscles to and then past failure to rip and tear and demolish those muscle fibers as much as you possibly can. So your muscles go, oh, Fuck, why are you doing this to me? This fucking hurts. Damn, I'm going to evolve and I'm going to adapt. So next time you do this shit, I'm not going to hurt so bad. And that's what drop sets do. And for the second, the second one is a burnout. And I have a lot of different burnouts. I'll give you an example that I do. Um... A burnout for shoulders. So at the end, or sometimes the beginning, just to get warmed up a little bit, I'll do side uh, dumbbell, side lateral raises, basically where you have, you know, the dumbbells towards your side, and you lift them up laterally towards both of your sides. And I'll start off with, let's say, 15s. I'll do 10. I'll go to the 20-pound dumbbells. do 10. 25s. 30s, 35s, 40s, and then all the way back down to 35, 30, 25, 20, 15. And that is a burnout. Um, Another one, another example, I used to do this a lot in high school. And we used to put at the end of our chest workouts, by the way, burnouts are usually done at the end of your workout. So after the muscle is absolutely exhausted, when you're done, when you've, hit your breaking point, you just do a little bit more to absolutely destroy those muscle fibers. So at the end of your next uh, chest day, go to the bench and I usually put on like five or six tens on each side. And again, you most most likely want to have a spotter for this so you don't have to keep getting up and down, up and down. Um, you have five or six tens on each side or fives or whatever weight that you feel you can do anywhere from 10 to 15 reps on your first set. So you have the five tens on each side. You do, let's say 12 reps. You have your spotter strip off the tens off of each side. So you have four now and you rep it out till failure. You rack it, Strip off another 10, rep it till failure. Rack it, strip it. You get the point, right? And when I did this in high school, always like a cheerleader or some hot chick would walk in always when I had like just the bar And I was like struggling to put it up a few times because that's what will happen. Eventually, you'll get all the way to the bar where it's just 45 pounds and you're just lifting the bar, but you're struggling to get three or four fucking reps with it because you just absolutely push your muscle to failure five times before that. So drop sets and burnouts at the end of your sets. For drop, set, uh, for drop sets and at the end of your workout for burnouts are a great way to absolutely destroy those muscle fibers so they can grow, adapt, and evolve. And one last tip I want to share with you guys um, before I close things out is – I almost forgot because I don't, you know, go off of notes. I don't do outlines. I literally just get a topic and I just speak. I, I speak to you guys from my heart. So, I apologize. I almost left this one out. Is to switch up your um your rep ranges and the and the amount of sets you're performing. So, I was speaking with this guy in the gym the other day. He's like, "Dude, I I've, I've seen, you know, cuz I'm 4 months post pec tendon reconstructive surgery. And I stayed in the gym even with the sling, but I obviously got a little smaller um, without being able to really push my physical limitations too far. So over the last month or so, I've really been able to fully get back and I put on you know, a lot of size. And so guy's like, dude, like, how do you put on size so quick? Well, for one, muscle memory. Your muscles have memory. If you've been there before, it's easier to get back there. Um, but he's like, yeah, dude, so how do you do that? I'm like, well, tell me a little bit about what you're doing. He's like, well, I do, you know, three sets of 10. I was like, on everything, all the time? You're, like I said earlier, your muscles get used to that. So instead of doing three sets to 10, um, for one, I always like to do four four minimum working sets. I don't like to do three sets. I like to get at least four sets in there. But uh, one of the best rep ranges I like is 12, 10, 8, 6. So you do four sets, 12, up the weight a little bit, 10, up the weight a little bit, 8, up the weight a little bit, 6. Um, Another good one is 10, 8, 8, 6, or 10, 8, 6, 4. Or you can do a pyramid. You know, if you want to do like six sets, right? You start at a heavy weight. Let's say you do six, you lighten it up a little bit. You do 10. You lighten it up even more. You do 15. Then you put the weight back on, do 10, put the weight back on, do six. So the pyramid and uh, the rep ranges that I discussed before are a great way to switch it up and to shock your muscles. Because again, people get caught up in these routines and they forget about shocking their muscle. You need to do anything different. Like I said, tempo. Exercises, rep ranges, mind-muscle connection, anything to shock your muscle to where it's like, oh, fuck, I haven't done this before. And the answer is not always adding more weight. That is the answer sometimes, but it's not always the answer. So look for different ways to shock your muscle. Start writing your workouts down, whether they're in, a, um, in an app my Fitness Pal is great to track not only your uh, caloric intake and your macros and micros, but it's a great way to um, add your workouts in there too to see how many calories that you're burning in your workouts. Uh, but I don't like bringing my phone out and writing stuff down during my workouts. I kind of go off of memory. Um, I've been lifting and training for so long, ever since I was in high school. So, It's just kind of second nature to me. But if you're just starting out or if you're not sure what you did the week before, you're always – what did I do again? Um, Start writing it down. It will really help you understand like, okay, this is what I did last week. So I can't do that same routine again. Let me switch it up a little bit. All right? So to recap, guys, I just gave you guys six – Easy ways, not easy, but six simple ways that you can switch your workouts up to be able to put on lean muscle mass. Again, I'll run through them again really quick just to recap. Start performing new exercises. Don't always do the same movements and don't always use the same equipment. Number two, change your tempo. If you're always focusing on lifting the weight up and just letting it fall down, start doing three to six second negatives. Your muscles will burn like fucking crazy. I'm telling you guys, I follow uh, Julian Smith, the Daily Pump. I don't do his workouts identically, but I get a little, a lot of good ideas from him and I pick and pull a lot of his different workouts and exercises and... Uh, He's like the king of time under tension. He does like sometimes 10 and 15 second negatives in fucking saying this guy. Um, Focus on your form and your mind muscle connection. Make sure you're literally thinking about your muscle contracting and stretching while you're working out. If you're performing an exercise and you're thinking about you know, what you're gonna do this weekend, you're not gonna grow. You have to be focused on that muscle that you're working to be able to develop that mind-muscle connection, to be able to have quality form to initiate muscle growth. The fourth is make sure you're focused on that stretch and contraction. Like I said, make sure you may have to lighten the weight a little bit. And if you're used to curling 70s without going down the full way, you may have to drop it to 50s. But yo, that is okay. Don't feel bad about it. Once you lift the 50s with a full stretch and a full contraction, your muscles are going to grow bigger, faster, stronger, faster. And soon, before you know it, you'll be picking those 70s up and you'll be able to perform the exercise correctly. At the weight that you were previously doing it incorrectly, right? For the fifth um, way to put on lean muscle mass is drop and burnout sets. You have to push your muscle to failure and then beyond failure. Drop and burnout sets are the best, quickest, and easiest way, I believe, to do that. Again, no one says you can't do drop or burnout sets on your first Exercise. Oh, but I won't be strong. I'll be, my muscles will be tired. That's the fucking point to make your muscles tired. So stop ego lifting. Focus on drop and burnout sets. And the last six and final way to put on good quality lean muscle mass is change your rep ranges. Don't always do three or four by 10, do 12, 10, 8, 6. Do three or do four sets of 20. You know, change your rep ranges constantly. All right. So I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. I know this is a little different from most of my podcasts, you know, talking about mindset and self-development, but the gym and being able to put on muscle, built my confidence to be able to do the things that I'm doing today. And I want you to be able to have the confidence to go after your goals and to go after your dreams. And I believe the quickest, the easiest and the best way to start building that confidence is through fitness. And if you don't like working out, if you've tried it before, you know, it's just not for some people. If you don't like the actual gym, You know, just get active, get out there and do something. You know, go running, biking, swimming, rock climbing, depending on where you live in the country, hiking, it's beautiful world we live in. Just do something to get your body moving. And one last thing I just want to throw in there, this does kind of have to do with mindset, is that physical activity has been scientifically linked to increasing your brain's plasticity, neuroplasticity of the brain. Basically, neuroplasticity refers to your brain's ability to adapt, to mold, to make new neurological connections when you drop an old habit and you pick up a new one. So it's been scientifically proven that physical activity – allows you to make changes in your lifestyle more easily so if you're trying to stop smoking if you're trying to stop drinking soda if you're trying to start you know reading instead of watching tv it's all uncomfortable right it literally is just like ah i I want a cigarette or i want that soda so bad it's so uncomfortable it's because your brain's chemical structure is literally changing during that time And what helps make it less uncomfortable and to make those changes more easily is good physical activity. So again, if you don't like the gym, just get out there and get active. Now, if you liked the little bit of knowledge and information that I dropped on you today and you found some value in it and you want to know more, hit me up. Shoot me an email or hop into my uh, Instagram DMs. I'm at Jimmy. Underscore Defalco, D-E-F-A-L-C-O or defalco.jimmy at gmail.com and uh, hit me up and ask me about my coaching programs. Now, my coaching programs are more life focused, but fitness is a major component in My coaching programs. So they're just not fitness focused. They're just not life focused. I focus on completely transforming your mind, your body, your soul, your emotions, everything about yourself. So if you're interested in my coaching programs at all, shoot me a message. We'll connect. I do a free uh, 45 minute breakthrough session. We'll talk about where you're at in your life right now, where you're at physically, where you're at mentally, where you would like to be, and how I can help you get there. So shoot me a message, shoot me a DM or an email, and, we'll, and I'll be in touch soon. Um, Also, if you did uh, find value in this podcast, share it with a friend, um, leave a five-star rating and write a little review. It would mean the world to me trying to get my message out to as many people as possible, but I can't do that without active engagement and word of mouth from you guys. So again, only if you got value and only if you like this episode, and I assume if you're listening to it 30 minutes in, you did. So please share it with a friend, post it on social media. Um, anything you can do to get my message out there. So thank you so much for giving me 30 minutes of your day and allowing me to drop some fitness knowledge on you guys today. I hope you enjoyed it. Until next time, guys.